Hi, I'm Caitlin Carlson, a writer and actor, and I've written a special story for Sounds of NYC's holiday collaboration with Subway Graham. I've been thinking a lot about my apartment lately. I think I'm a little obsessed with it. Not least of all because I've been consumed with crafting the perfect listing for it on a housing website. My husband and I are going to the West Coast for a few months for auditions and to work on a movie we wrote. And we want a subletter who will recognize and appreciate this place for the precious gem it is. Modern luxuries in Brooklyn's best neighborhood. Eclectic and comfy one bedroom plus office steps from BK Bridge Park. Unrivaled amenities and rooftop deck with breathtaking skyline views. Something like that. None of those potential listing titles are exaggerations, by the way. The Craigslist post that motivated us to ride the train a solid hour from Astoria read something like, two bedroom in Cobble Hill, washer, dryer, dishwasher, too much to mention. After a solid dose of, uh, okay, we made the trek. And it was true. Gut reno, brand new everything. Washer, dryer and unit, dishwasher, exposed brick, bathtub, terrace, storage unit in the basement, all just on the other side of the BQE. Before Brooklyn Bridge Park materialized, before the luxury waterfront high-rises rose, before Pock Pock came and went on Columbia Street, that is to say, somehow, still within our price range, just barely. It was like a New York miracle. And then the broker brought us to the roof. We stepped out and our breath was, in fact, taken. The New York City skyline stretched out before us like a live-action postcard or pop-up book. One World Trade under construction right across the way, the Chrysler Building, the Brooklyn Bridge, the Empire State, the golden blue tipped financial district. I'd been in the city for about a year and had never seen it from this vantage point. We submitted our application, moved in, and got to hosting parties. That rooftop was not to be ignored and unpartied upon. The view never failed to stun our guests, and the sunsets haloing the Statue of Liberty were epic. One of the best parts, though, was after nightfall and the skyline became a constellation of city lights. So, obviously, we jumped at the chance to host New Year's Eve that first year. Friends arrived, we scarfed down my elaborate Pinteresty hors d'oeuvres, we played records and improv games, and just before midnight, we went up to the roof, armed with champagne and noisemakers, to take in the sparkling skyline as we rang in 2010. Someone started counting down to midnight on their watch when we heard a cluster of fizzy pop bangs from the harbor. Blooms of fireworks crackled and glittered right there in front of us, one after another. Unbeknownst to us, the big official fireworks barge was on our end of the river that year, a rare New Year's Eve treat. Then, a stream of shooting light behind us caught someone's eye. Another display was going off in Prospect Park and another on Staten Island, some on roofs a couple blocks away, a few across the way in New Jersey. Somehow, on the very edge of Cobble Hill, we were completely enveloped by them. Like being inside a jewel box or the stained glass mosaic water tower in Dumbo. It was magical. Even the jaded lifelong New Yorker among us said, now that's a New York moment. Many, many New York moments later, I've now been here for 13 years, 12 of them in this apartment that we still miraculously, mercifully rent for so far below market value. Through the hurricanes that found us a block away from the evacuation zone, through the pandemic when it seemed like everyone else around us had a second home to flee to, where my husband proposed, 
where we started writing sketches together, which became writing movies together, which became tangible reality instead of hypothetical dream. And I'm looking around at the walls we've painted deep blue, at the glowing tiny Christmas tree with its mix of sentimental and CVS ornaments, the honestly very cool and tasteful peel and stick wallpaper in the kitchen, the 20 year old cat who lives to sleep on this couch that I found from a subway ad. And I'm thinking about New Year's and what next year will bring, how some of that will necessitate being away from this place I've happily called home for so long, how the pandemic so changed the nature of our industry that we have to spend more time in Los Angeles, even if we really prefer to be here, and how we've already decided that we absolutely will not give this place up unless, until, we really, really have to. There's potential for some pretty life-changing developments in 2023, both wonderful and difficult. I could wish for those changes to treat me gently, but like a true New Yorker, I go to therapy, so I know that all I can control is how I react to what's thrown at me. So I guess my New Year's wish is that I'm able to absorb those changes with gentleness, with grace, and that wherever I am brings me even a little bit as much peace and feels a little bit as much like home as this place does. And oh yeah, I really, really wish that we finally please God make our movie. New York, I love you. Eclectic and comfy one bedroom plus office steps from Brooklyn Bridge Park. I love you even more. <laughs>